What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Baseball Connection. Hope you all enjoyed a good weekend of baseball, regular season baseball. I enjoyed it. There were some great games. Just kind of jumping right into it yesterday. I'll start with the last game of yesterday's slate, which was the Sunday night game. I was watching this. This was a good game. This was the White Sox taking on the Angels in Anaheim, and we saw Shohei Otani flash his two-way skills. I mean, he was doing everything. And before I begin, I will say that I don't know, this This must be the first time, Correct. someone could correct me if I'm wrong, but this must be the first time that Shohei Otani has been in the lineup in the same game that he's pitched in a regular season. I know they did it a couple times in spring training this year, but in previous years, they would always give him the day off before he pitches. He wouldn't hit the day he pitches, and they give him the day off after he pitches. So he wasn't getting that many ABs, and I had been saying for a long time, not only me, a lot of people have been saying that, you know, I want to see this guy unleashed. I want to see him get more at-bats. I want to see him play more because he's a special talent. I think he'll be able to be more consistent if he gets just more looks, more reps. I mean, he's already good. He's put up good numbers before at the plate. But I think he could be like, you know, an all-star caliber player on both sides of the ball if he's just playing more. Obviously, it's taxing to do that. But, um, I mean, he's done it in Japan. For a full 162, that might be a bit of a different story, but this year they're allowing him to hit a lot more, which is what I like to see. So getting into it, he hit a home run yesterday, off coming off the bat at 115 miles an hour. In the first inning, first pitch he saw, 115 miles an hour, that's just a laser. And then he gets on the bump and he throws 101. So he was literally doing things that, like, who have we ever seen do that? A player that can throw 101, and hit a home run at the same time. That went 451 feet with 150 miles an hour off the bat. So when you talk about a five-tool player, this is what a five-tool player looks like, and then some. Because not only is he a five-tool player on the position player side, he can pitch, too. It's, it's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. But, yeah, we got a really good glimpse of it. But it almost came all, it almost all came crumbling down in the fifth inning there. So he looked really good for like like four innings there. And then in the fifth inning, he ran into some trouble. You know, he did strike out seven, but then at the end there, there was like a bit of a meltdown. It seemed like he was going to be pulled in favor of a reliever, but Joe Madden kept him in there. And then, you know, he walked two batters and after like a wild pitch, he was coming to cover home plate. Jose Abreu slid and then, you know, Otani fell. And I was like, wow, this is, this just went from a really good a really good day to something that, that was really ugly, but fortunately he was fine. And yeah, fortunately he was fine, even though he, he fell and landed awkwardly on Jose Abreu. But yeah, two unearned runs scored on the play to tie the game, and that cost Otani's chance to get the win, but it is what it is. I mean, I thought he looked really good. He looked really good, you know, just in general yesterday. And it's, it's, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. So, the Angels ended up winning this game on a walk-off home run by Jared Walsh. Jared Walsh hit a walk-off three-run bomb there to give them the victory. And it was just a really good game all around. Like I said, Otani, you know, hit that home run one for three. He also had a line out to center that came off the bat like 109 miles an hour, 110 miles an hour. Just He was locked in at the plate all day. He was locked in all day. But yeah, Jared Walsh also had a big day, two for four, four RBIs, and did his thing. And the Angels get that victory. Let's stay in the AL West. 
if we stay in the AOS, the Astros completed a sweep of the Oakland A's. So they went 4-0 and on this series. Four straight wins to begin their season. That's a statement for the Astros. That's a big statement because, you know, a lot of people have put a target on the Astros' backs, obviously, with fans back in the stands now. They're getting a lot of hostile treatment, treatments, you know, boos and jeers and things like that when they're on the road. But there's there's no other way to um, make a statement than to win ballgames. And that's what they did yesterday with a 9-2 to win at the Coliseum behind home runs for from Kyle Tucker, Jason Castro, and rookie Chaz McCormick. Over the series, the Astros outscored the A's 35-9 to in those four games. I mean, yeah, they, 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 they just crushed, at least in the words of Chaz McCormick, McCormick, the rookie. We just crushed them. So, yeah, the Astros are 4-0 for the first time since 2001. They're the fourth team in Major League history to score at least eight runs in their, four, in their first four games. So, yeah, they look really good, and, and they're, they're a high-octane offense. This is a team that you can't sleep on. I mean, I still, you know, I picked the Oakland A's to win the West this year. Obviously, just four games is nothing. I still think that the Oakland A's will win because I think that the Astros, at least to me, on paper, it looks like they're, mm, I'm going to, I'm going <laughs> to, maybe, maybe now's not the time to double down on that, on that take. But what I was going to say was that, um, you know, with, with Granky being a year older, McCullers, you know, not having the ability to stay healthy all the time, they, they just, and, you know, Framber Valdez, Valdez being hurt, they just didn't seem like they had the pitching because, you know, Verlander's out. But then again, um, who am I to say that when Oakland has always just put together a ragtag group of pitchers and has been able to win, you know, 97 games and things like that in the past. So if they can do it, then the Astros can definitely do it, especially with their lineup hitting the way it's hitting right now. Like the, the the way they're going right now, Bregman was six for twelve with two homers on the series. Altuve six for sixteen. Brantley six for nine with four doubles in three games. My goodness, Jordan Alvarez he missed almost all of last season after knee surgery. He was five for seventeen with six RBIs. They were just clicking on all cylinders. So watch out for the Astros, ladies and gentlemen. They are they seem to be back. They seem to be back. The Nationals are going to open their season. On Tuesday versus the Braves at long last, you know, after that whole, you know, all the COVID tests, the positive COVID tests, they had four players test positive for COVID. Their weekend series was postponed. And then, you know, they're not, they're not going to play today. They're going to start tomorrow on Tuesday. That's that's five days after everyone else began their season, but they'll finally get going. So that's going to be against the Braves at Nats Park. The Mets are going to play today. So the Mets finally get going. Mets fans, you get to see Francisco Lindor in a Mets uniform. Get to see that exciting new roster for the first time. And, I mean, it's unfortunate that they had to go through that, but it just happened to be that the team they were playing had a bunch of COVID tests. So it's going to be Mets at Phillies tonight. The Phillies are 3-0, though. They swept the Braves. But that's going to be tonight, 7 p.m. Eastern time. Akil Badu of the Tigers. He homered on the first pitch he saw in the big leagues. He took it oppo taco. And... This is a guy who had a great spring training. You know, he was previously an A-ball, but with a great spring training, five home runs, he created a lot of anticipation, and the Tigers called called his number, and he didn't disappoint. You know, the outfielder went, you know, went yard in his first A-B, and, I mean, that's great. They showed his parents and his, you know, his brothers in the stand, and his mom was just going crazy. It's, it's great for the family, you know, when you, when you see stuff like that. Uh, he's only 22, so 
and hopefully he can carve out a nice a nice career. But that's a good start to it. Not many people have done that. Homer done not only the first at bat, but homered on the first pitch. So that's something good going on in Detroit. I mean, the, the Tigers are still, obviously, still rebuilding, but they do have some some really nice prospects coming in the pipeline. You know, we have Casey Mize, who's who's up in the bigs now, I'm pretty sure. Number one overall pick from a few years ago, but they still have more. You know, um, Riley Green, outfielder, who's still in the minors. You have Matt Manning, right-handed pitcher, who probably will be up this year, honestly. they have They have some good... I mean, that's what happens when you pick near the top of the draft for a few years. You get some good players who will hopefully pay some dividends in the near future. But, yeah, that's going to do for today, folks. Those are the, the big pieces I wanted to cover. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who would be interested. And we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.